Hey, everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. Today's episode 85, Transitioning from Summer to Fall Decor. I can't wait to talk about this. I know. I know. (laughs) My favorite fall. So it's August, not quite fall yet. And to be honest with you, where I am in South Texas, <laughs> it doesn't feel like fall is anywhere close to coming around. I Can know. I tell everyone where I am today? Yes, yes. go ahead, bragger girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bragger girl. <laughs> well, let's just say I don't see any pumpkin patches where I am. <laughs> I want everybody that's listening to just turn their head slightly to the right. And imagine, close your eyes, maybe, and mm-hmm, imagine mm-hmm. the Pacific Ocean. Except if right you're driving. There. Except if you're driving. <laughs> right. If you're commuting, keep your eyes wide open. Um, and imagine the Pacific Ocean right there and some palm trees um, mm. and just yards of sand in between you and that beautiful water. Oh. I am so fortunate to be in Maui right now. But here's the thing, everybody. Decorating tips and tricks does not stop. It no matter where we are. <laughs> No the show where must we go are on, on the planet, right. we need to be together and we need to be connecting with you. So, hey, it's my family vacation, but it's all right. <laughs> you are. Hey, are we not part of your family? Come on. Oh, hey, <laughs> that's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, can I tell them the funny thing Laura said too? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I'm, so it, I'm six hours behind Yvonne right now and five behind Anita. So it's, it's still early in the morning here for me if it's afternoon for these gals. And so my daughters are, and I'm like, you got to get out of the room and get your sunblock. Here we toddle off. Goodbye. And my daughter's like, what are you doing? She sees me setting up my microphone. And then she says, she turns to me, what are you doing? He said, I'm recording my podcast. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I cannot wait to talk to Yvonne and Anita. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and, and connect with our listeners. And my daughter turns to me, she says, can those women not give you a week off? <laughs> Laura, no, honey, we can't. And I don't I'm and sorry. I don't want a week off. Oh my gosh, I would be and I would we never just, let you do this without me. And we just came off from seeing each other in Atlanta and spending such fun time together. So it was like withdrawal and we all went our different directions on vacations. And then so, you know, we talked here and there, and of course we text. We can't help that, but it was difficult. It's been difficult. So to hear everybody's voices together today is just so fun. I know. It is. I missed it so much. And then right after we went to North Carolina Mm -hmm. in the mountains and it Mm -hmm. felt so cool. It felt like it was time to get the the pumpkins out. And then I get home. It tricks me every summer. I think, oh, summer's winding up. And then I get home to Texas. Oh, not so much. Yeah. And it Mm -hmm. really will be. It's usually the hottest it is. Uh, all mm-hmm. year in September in Southern California. Well, in oh. California, they're having some rough heat out there. Oh, yeah. I just feel so sorry. Sorry, everybody that's out in California. I've been praying for you. Yeah. I know it's been tough. So, well. But if you're where I am, today was like 76. Nice. And, oh, yeah. Now who's bragging? Well, it won't stay that way. <laughs> It'll get warmer, but we're getting a little taste. I got oh. up in the morning and it felt just a little cool. And I'm thinking, oh, Okay. Falls on its way, and the evenings are a lot nicer. Uh, towards the end of August, anyway, they start getting cooler. So, fall's my favorite season. All right. Well, let's start talking about our topic 
transitioning your decor from summer to fall. So Yvonne, Mm -hmm. tell us why, because I think a lot of people at some point grab all the summer stuff, take it out of their house Mm -hmm. and put and change everything over Mm -hmm. uh, to fall all at one foul Mm -hmm. swoop. But you're saying, so tell me why would someone want to transition that over time? Well, I did that for decades. Like one day I would just like take, bring up all the big blue boxes, you know, those big blue uh, Rubbermaid tubs and put all my summer things in it and then lug them down to the basement and then bring up all my fall things and just do that. Like from one day to the next, it went from summer to fall. It was like, whoa. And then it finally dawned on me, I'm not going to lug the blue boxes. So I did a different way of organizing, but then there's a softer, gentler, and way more fun way to go from summer to fall. And I call that transitional decor. And to transition right now, um, I'm already transitioning into fall because as a blogger, you know, this will be recorded later on when is really the proper time, but we're just in the beginning of August as we record this. Um, the I'm already transitioning because bloggers have to stay ahead. And I start giving a nod to the season. Like for me, um, like September's apples and this and that, and, the, and just things like that, acorns. Um, but this year I've been using pears because pears, mm, I love pears. Uh, yes. And, and uh, pears, they say you plant pear trees for your grandchildren. And so we're seeing, we're starting just to see local pears coming. Local pears went through like the end of September. And so pears are really big. So this year I'm just using pears and I just did a vignette on my kitchen table and I did not use overtly fall things, but I had a really big, beautiful bowl of green pears. And I do have like a, a soapstone um, pear that I sort of set up on the side as well as like a little bit of decor. So, so as but, I go ahead. Well, I was just going to kind of restate what you're saying then. So I, I'm guessing one reason you would want to transition slowly is because that also follows what the season is doing. You don't suddenly mm-hmm. wake up and summer is over and exactly. it's fall. It happens gradually mm-hmm. over time. But secondly, what I'm hearing you saying is you have a lot of seasonal decor out and it's quite a job to suddenly pile all of that up into mm-hmm. bins, take it down to the basement and then go get the fall thing. So it's much easier to do it yes. slowly over time. But and the third thing I think I hear you saying is it's not really time for pumpkins yet. But no, you, n- not really time at all. Not even you, here. And we live in pumpkin land. Right. So you don't really have to go all the way <laughs> oh. to the pumpkin. So the pumpkin, maybe that's more when you're in full on in fall. So in the beginning, right. you're going to start slower with maybe apples and pears and, and some, and just a couple leaves, a few acorns. And you know what I love to use this time of year? And this sounds really silly, but it looks so nice when you're decorating it in a vignette. I save all my wine cork, my corks from like bottles of wine. And if I, I have them in like a couple little small glass containers and they just give so much texture. And for some reason, they just look very fall-ish to me. Oh, it would great be idea. such a big container. <laughs> You would need a jug. Extras. I'm just a collector of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, here's just something. I I am all about transitioning slowly into my fall and my 
my uh, Christmas decor. In fact, sometimes not everything even gets out. I'm that slow at it. But <laughs> just think about you're walking into a store and you're you're hot. It's summer. You've got maybe shorts on or a little summer dress or something, and you're going to do an errand. And you walk into a store, and all of a sudden there are you're surrounded by pumpkins and Halloween costumes mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and goodness gracious, sometimes even Christmas trees. And doesn't that make oh. you sort of feel queasy? Like, I don't want to mm-hmm, feel like that when mm-hmm, I walk into yeah. my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, yeah, don't do that to yourself. And I think yeah. also part of the transitioning, gone are the days where you'd have like the scarecrows and the this and the that and the um, like little wood cut out pumpkins and all this. I stay pretty much totally natural. I oh, use natural I elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do bring mums in in September because they're, you know, the, they're all over the place in the next. I mean, I, I can go two miles down the road and there's fields of them that um, are being ready to be brought into stores. And they're actually um, in their, their, those black containers on black plastic. And they have all these little, um, uh, little, I guess, plastic sort of tubings that go into them that they feed them from that. And so we see that around here everywhere. So I'll bring like a pumpkins, um, you know, mums in and then put them maybe in like a, uh, a champagne bucket, a silver champagne bucket, or put them in something galvanized, but it's all pretty much natural, except for my plastic pumpkins in, so that's you know, later on. Mm-hmm. Ask you what, uh, so what do you use for fall then? You're using natural elements. Do you use mm-hmm. anything that's faux? That was Well, kind of yeah, I, I do have mm-hmm. really realistic green apples. I mean, they're really realistic. But here's the deal. If you go, I have pears on the table. This is so cute. My mom came over earlier today and we're talking. We went on, we did a few errands together. And she saw the pears in this bowl that I had in the vignette. And she said, oh, they look so delicious. And she touched one. She said, oh, Yvonne, they're ripe and ready to eat. She said, I'll take one home with me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cute. No, you yeah. won't. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but here's the thing. It's it's economical if you use real apples or real pears. Put them out for a few days. And then, you know, then just make something. I was going to make a galette with them, a pear galette. Um, I still can't. I have enough left. But, you know, you just use them and eat them. Or I use mums because mums are plentiful around here. And here's my secret weapon. Listen. I, in. All I right. Now, and I've, I mean, I've, I've written so many posts about this. Pine cones. Mm. Ah. If you mix pine cones, even like with green apples or, you know, um, anything that's a nod to the season – Pine cones starting now, even through the winter, are very versatile. Oh, great. Yeah, you don't idea. think about it, but it brings that warmth. It brings texture. It brings nubbiness because that's sort of what you want to see a little and bit. And some of, of those apples can sit out for a long time. Oh, apples can sit out for a very long time. I use green apples all the time. I have, in fact, uh, Yvonne and I had that 10 minute decorating group that we're in and I have a mm-hmm. post about just all I did was put little apples in various places in my house and it changed my whole hutch. Mm-hmm. It looked completely different mm-hmm. and I'll do a big giant bowl of them. And I also like to pick, um, the hydrangeas from my garden. I let them yes. go and I let them age uh, all right on the plant. Mm-hmm. And then you don't even have to worry about hanging them up or having them get misshapen. You and don't so, want to hang them up. That's not yeah, a good thing to do. They don't, the, the shape isn't pretty. Yeah. So you let them go and they get sort of that burnished color. So there's some um, 
of tans and there's some maroons mm-hmm. and there's some deep purples. So there's all those pretty fall, natural and soft and transitional fall colors. Yes, in there. And you can even just if you had two uh, flowers, you know, how large mm-hmm. they are, mm-hmm. you can cut them up into the little sections, you know, oh, just snip off little yes, stems yes. And, and tuck them in with the apples in a big bowl mm-hmm. or in a long bread bowl or something like that. Now that but, would look gorgeous. Yes. Oh yeah. This is when you really mm-hmm. want to get those dough bowls out. Yeah, the dough balls an, out. Oh, and yeah. you know, I do put them away for summer. Isn't that funny? Because to me, they're just, they're so warm looking. Oh, well, I think of them yeah. as being fall because of the color. Now, for the summer, mm-hmm. you can put moss in there, but for it, I really think of it as being more for fall. It's just mm-hmm. made for mm-hmm. throwing things in there that don't sit flat and very organic, right? Fall things like mo- uh, I love moss cones. balls, willow balls. Those are the willow balls. Get them out. They're they're really beautiful this time of year. What you just you what you don't want to do is wear yourself out, like throwing all your stuff up. Take your time, pick something like usually I start with a vignette that, that, um, I can transition. And I actually have three posts about transitional vignettes going from the summer to the fall. I'll put all those up there. I have a complete dry, I'm a complete guide to all things about cut hydrangeas from the minute you cut them to drawing them and decorating with them. So I'll put that up. But the thing you don't want to do is just throw up all your decorations for fall all at once. Take your time. Enjoy it. Like the, well, what know, about the rotating process. it too? I mean, I don't think you, my approach is very little fall, a uh, very little seasonal thing. Like a so nod. You're just giving it a nod. I do to an, the more of a nod. So mm-hmm. I don't, well, in fact, I do so small of a nod. I remember one time being in a fall blogger tour, and one of the comments was that my whole approach was lame <laughs> she, said, she said it looked like you phoned it in <laughs> oh, you are so, the least phone it in person i know anita oh well it was funny well i mean the i said mm-hmm. read the title it says 10 minute full decorating what can you do in 10 minutes mm-hmm. not a lot you know i'll tell you bring out your lanterns bring out more candles yes. and um because you know the, of course the days get shorter and the days get shorter everywhere so that's a good thing don't forget your front door Oh, great you know, idea. I do an early fall wreath and then a regular fall wreath that I have some kind of like, you know, uh, the showy colors and the pumpkins and things. But I have um, a couple posts on a couple early fall wreaths that you can use in August, like through September. And I just really think if you start the pumpkins now, by the time you get to Thanksgiving, you're going to get tired of it. Oh, yeah. Well, you're you're so tired of it by that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I feel that... It's it's so exciting every year to take the Christmas things out and get going, but because of what we're doing with the photos, you and you get such an early start. I think sometimes is it St. Patrick's Day yet? And I still have, <laughs> well, I know. Well, I mean, because, I, but because I started so mm-hmm. early, so yeah. I mean, we're doing it, and yeah, we're trying to take as much time as possible. And when you don't have to take photos and create blog posts and all that, you can really mm-hmm. take your time mm-hmm. and draw it out and enjoy a slow transition. And if that means for you, just a, a bowl of different fruit, that's, that's mm-hmm. great. That's fine. It's going to give you a visual. It's, it might give you even some scent. And yes, you don't have to be 
hauling out the all the pumpkins and you know mm-hmm. getting ready for Halloween and all of that right away. Halloween's yeah. a long time away. And so take <laughs> it slow, enjoy it. I think of this time of year as the colors of more sort of like almost like a bleached wood and sort of just pale colors of, of natural woods and um uh, some even some yellows and greens, not really diving into the even into the orange yet. Mm-hmm. Just Although, something. That, I, I do love like, that. Brings up orange. my question: mm-hmm. Do either of you actually use orange in your fall decor? Because there's a lot of bloggers that no longer even use orange pumpkins; they use white ones. And I actually found at my local Whole Foods they have natural white pumpkins. They're not fake ones; they're real. I, oh yeah, I love white pumpkins. pumpkins, and around here I can go in any direction, like five miles, and I'll go to an Amish greenhouse or a, or a farm stand. They have tons of them. I, I, I have ever, so much, so many pumpkins are grown in this area and so many varieties that I can really get my hands on almost anything. But I did paint all my orange pumpkins white and they look pretty good. Wow. I mean, they so really do, look so good. do either of you use orange then in your fall? I do. In decor, I do. But I don't use like a straight on orange, like an orange crayon. I like burnt oranges or oh, umbers. Yes, and I have a like a burnt coral that I just love. I have these pillows and they look nice in my house. So I don't use like full on orange, but I'll use variations of, you know, I, I'll tone it down a bit. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Well, I always have used orange and I love orange. I do and too. In my other house, you know, that was autumnal colors. Mm-hmm. The Tuscan one. Yeah, whatever. That <laughs> nah, was autumnal. Uh, it, it, you know, orange was perfect and I really liked it all year round because it's fun. It's a summery color too mm-hmm. and it can it transition is. to fall. But I just love, I, I just love orange pumpkins and I do love white pumpkins and I, they actually go a lot better with what I'm, the look I have now in my current home, but I will definitely use orange pumpkins, but you can get a, such a variety of pumpkins. You now. can. That's the true. The Cinderella mm. shaped ones. Oh, I, and love I love Yes. Those. Yes. And, just, and there's some pumpkins. in kind of some green colors too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so really, do you, they're called blue, believe it or not, but they are oh, green. Okay. So what about, I like to find, I found some wheat that was bundled up. Oh yeah. Kind of for tabletop. And yes. I love that because of what you said, Yvonne, it's very natural looking. It's not um, just something. That's what I love are using natural elements for the seasons more than something that's written out that says Halloween on it or pump or, you know, fall on it, but right. trick or treat. That, yeah. Trick or treat. Just something and more subtle. Thing mm-hmm. is burlap. Burlap and fall well, go beautifully true. together. That's true. So Tuck get those in. burlap runners out. Get right. a, you know a little bit more warm, a little more textural. Um, here's here's what I would say. Start decide where you're going to start. I usually start with like either a vignette or I'll do my mantle, and then I just don't get too crazy anymore with, like I used to. So you scale back. Oh yes, because you don't need to have a lot when you're using beautiful natural Mm -hmm. elements. Right. Well, and my feeling is if you have your house designed and decorated the way you love, you're not going to want to change it much. You're going to be very happy with it. Right. You're not going to want to disrupt it. You're not going to want to change it. So you're just going to want to add some subtle touches. I think sometimes 
people are not happy with the way their houses look. And that's when they end up adding lots of seasonal elements where I feel like, well, if, if you spend that money more on the foundational elements, then you'll be happier with your house and you won't feel the need to do as much season. Or if things. you have been a school teacher like me. No. Great. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, I think that's you just know, part like of you're who you are. compelled to go from season to season. <laughs> right, right. Well, and if you, right. And the other thing we, we're not really saying about being bloggers is because we work with magazines and so forth, I, a lot of times our seasons are off because a magazine wants something that's Christmas mm-hmm. and it's July. Or mm-hmm. one time I was finishing my book and I had my Christmas stuff up. I had to take it down to take the pictures and then put it back up. Anita. And it's a lot. Wasn't <laughs> someone just in a bag? I was just going to. Yes. Yes. Who yes. was in Cottage in Journal. Cottage Journal. Yes. yes. I was just in. I'm in, I'm in the fall um, edition of Cottage Journal this year. So mm-hmm. check that. Now, when will that be out? Yvonne? It's out now. Okay. So we can go get it. Mm-hmm. You can awesome. go get it now. I'm also going to be in, and I think it's sometime this fall, early fall, um, probably soon, in Women's World, they picked up my um, early fall wreath, the one that has all the green Ah! apples in the bottom. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. You have three, right, and you have actually four coming out this fall. I do. (laughs) I do. Mm -hmm. You're Miss Popular. Wow. Well, and I'm going to be in (laughs) Celebrating Everyday Life, the premiere issue Uh, this fall. So am I. That means five. Is that one of the months? No, I forgot. Oh, you forgot about that one. Yeah, five. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't because I actually did a fall post. I did a fall article on um, using pumpkins and decor. There you go. Well, (laughs) listen, there you go. We're speaking to the expert Mm -hmm. here. Well, let's get back to like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. transitioning. Uh, a nice area really to transition is to do a fall coffee bar. If you have like a place, a lot of people who drink coffee or tea, just put like, you know, maybe you want to put a little tiny vase of dried hydrangea or, you know, a few little, um, cut some mums and put it in a little tiny vase. So where and- would someone get, you know, hydrangeas don't grow well here. Where would someone find well, some dried hydrangeas? I guess I'm not speaking then to people who don't grow hydrangeas. Hydrangeas grow a lot, a lot. I mean, it has to be pretty hot for them not to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, not. So, they don't yeah. really grow here, and they don't. If you get them from the florist, they don't dry. They're they're very full of moisture. They're beautiful, yeah. and but you could still, you know, get some maybe uh, some little mums. So I, you cut your own from your yard and then dry them. Well, I you'll have to. I'll, I'll put my post up. You there's a way to know when you can cut them when the, some okay. of the moisture's left the, the oh, bloom okay. oh. and it's safe to bring them into dry. Yeah, yeah I let's, do that let's all put the that time. in the show notes. Mm-hmm. That would be great. And here's it or you can do a vignette and have I have a big crock and I filled it with hydrangeas that were drying and um like a like a uh uh, a basket weave bowl of green apples and a candle and my two little glasses of cork that looks so cool. And then when, as the season goes on, I just take, I remove the hydrangeas and I'll put bittersweet in there yeah, if you, or, or a mum. And then you just take you know, your bowl of apples and you replace that with a pumpkin and you're done. It's not like you've got to recreate the That's wheel. Right. And then you can replace your pumpkin with a bowl of Christmas balls and you mm. you got that going on. So I, what we're saying is it can be easy and fun and just mm-hmm. a little nod and can go such a long mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. rather than doing a big splash. I always like to 
make, have a little nod to the season right in my entryway because mm-hmm. it greets people and I get to see it when I'm coming and going. So last summer, sort of towards the end of September, when it's still super really hot in Southern California, but I was able to find those little white baby boos. So yes. I actually did on a silver tray, I did so, uh, maybe it was like three little baby boos. And then I mixed in some starfish and a candle. Oh, oh and how cute. It was so pretty, but it, I, uh, that is really just, you know, straddling the cusp of the two seasons. Yes. And, and, and you did not really do, uh, you did not do any hos- um, cross holidation. No cross <laughs> that that now that's a word that I actually m- made up. Okay, and it's cross holidation is when you. Put I up am your Christmas- offended by cross holidation. <laughs> so am I. When you have your Christmas decor already up and you still have your scarecrow outside. Oh yeah, Oopsie. my mm-hmm. my daughter and I when we walk we'll walk the dog and say, if somebody has a pumpkin and a Christmas wreath, ah, uh, mm-hmm. you almost want to go knock on the door. Mm-hmm. You like, almost want to take one away. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to take, take that pumpkin away from mm-hmm. you. I'm gonna help but you I out. but I I want to make that word popular so it will become part of our vernacular so okay put that in the show notes we can all of our listeners cross holidation Mm -hmm. and and you're but see you had that mix because you you do live by the beach and so those little white pumpkins and that the starfish go well together because it makes sense where you live. Like Phew, I did, I'm so glad that I know. Yeah, you know barely scraped by there, I think. <sighs> but if if I did it, it definitely would be cross holidation. Oh, really? Yeah. Ge- so you think geography plays into the cross holidation? Oh, I guess. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. That's why people that live near the beach can do Christmas trees that have a beachy theme. That's true. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All Let right. me talk about this as well. Think about making an autumn banner hmm. because you can, you can literally a banner, keep that up. Is that like bunting? Well, like, you know, I, I had, I did one last year that, um, this time of year, I love to use the pages from old books for some reason. Oh yeah. Because well, now they're slightly You're going to get in trouble with the librarians. I know. No, they're coming. my books. They're my books. No, I know, but people don't like books being taken apart well let's hey, just say it's my book so okay so let's know. say if you it's cut a, up my book i'm gonna be really upset if i, I would never my cut book. up your, either <laughs> so of let's, your books let's say that we're talking about a book that's kind of fallen apart anyway okay yeah. let's just assume that okay yeah. okay 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 Didn't i help say you out that? <laughs> yeah i know um, you meant it and i uh cut out uh, oak leaves and maple leaves um, you know, just about the real size. And then I cut, did the same thing using burlap. And I, and I put, I. Are these leaves you had from a book? Tell me where they came from. I'll just, I actually have the, the, um, the Nita Jean, banner stay, on stay my, with us. On well, my I don't believe other that people the might, pages. <laughs> other people might've missed it yes. too. I'm not sure where they I, came from. Well, from the, the books? From from the book. No, okay. I, I have a template. I'll, I'll make sure I put that in my show notes. Okay. But anyway, and I take a piece of twine and I string it from one side of my mantle to the other. And then with clothespins, old clothespins, I clipped all the maple leaves, like one maple leaf and, and one burlap leaf. And then about four inches down, a oak leaf and a burlap leaf with a clothespin together. It's like oh, I'm hanging. Oh, so charming. And it, it is so pretty. So think of doing just one thing like that. You don't want to get too carried away. 
or just make something that says autumn or something that says I heart fall or, you know, whatever you want to do a little, something like that is a nice intro to the season because it's not pumpkin-y or orange, but you can, it will last all season. So if somebody wanted to do one thing, what would you suggest they do, Yvonne? Oh, definitely. Oh, can I say two? Because we haven't said the P word. Uh, oh, pillows. Okay. pillows. Okay. I would say grab a couple of beautiful pillows in great colors that are really nubby this time of the year. You don't even have to go for pumpkins yet. But so pillows. Get, mm-hmm. And what was the second one? Oh, definitely do a vignette either on a your vignette. coffee table or on your kitchen table. Okay, mm-hmm. Kelly, what would be your one thing? Okay. I would take a big bowl um, and I would fill it with apples, as we discussed, green mm-hmm. ones, maybe toss in some of the hydrangea that I mentioned. And I have, I'm known to pick up acorns along life's oh, path. Oh, I love that. Oh, and so I idea. have several bags of acorns that I just collected. And so I'll just scatter them on my, uh, on a runner oh. down the middle of my table and then add some candlesticks. So maybe- oh, Kelly, oh, that nice. sounds so pretty. Now, let and- me just tell you, we're going to get mail about this. So you really should debug them because they have little, little worms in them that'll wreak havoc with your house. You're ruining and- this for me now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All, yeah, but you're, we're going to get, we're getting mail. No, you can, you can put them in the oven. You can oh. like bake oh. them at 250 for like say, 20 I've minutes. Never, I have but I honestly have never had that problem. So I I'm, haven't either, but I've, I've gotten oh. a lot of mail on that when I oh, do wow. something with acorns. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's be amazing careful. what we get mail on. Well, so well, my one yeah, thing would be. I have to tell you about mail in a minute, but you go Oh, ahead. okay. All right. So my one thing before you get to the mail would be a wreath. So mm-hmm. that would be my suggestion if you're just doing one thing. And those you can buy pre-made or make it yourself. Maybe even some magnolia leaves. I think Pretty. there's some. Mm. I, I mean, I would Magnolia definitely leaves next- transcend all all um, right. seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, just like my boxwood wreaths, I leave them. I love them so much. I leave them out all year mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. All right. So, so we've Kelly, learned, what do you? Yeah, we, go ahead. Well, oh, I have one more little tiny tip, little mm-hmm. idea. Um, I did this in my I have a post on how to decorate a bookshelf and it was a fall one. And uh, so many people commented, I just had a small jar that did have a lid to it. And I got um, orange crayons, you know, perfectly sharp. You know, when you were little, you would get a new box of crayons, brand new. And I probably bought, you know, four or five boxes Boxes. of Crayolas (laughs) so I could get enough orange ones. And I just put them in the jar and I put them on my bookshelf. And that was so cute. And so many people comment on that. cute. And it's, you know, it's just a little, it's a little off, a little off nod to the season, but it's really was sweet. And uh, people seem to, it seemed to resonate with some people. So I mentioned that it's an easy one. I mean, it can't stand alone, but you could add that into a vignette. Ding, 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 ding. Tip of the day. Tip of the day. Tip of the day. (laughs) You're going to see that on my open shelves this fall. Oh, you do. That's adorable. So how many packets of crayons does she have to get to get enough orange ones? There are several orange ones because there's, you know, if you get the box. Oh, that would look so pretty. Yeah. And they have, you know, it runs the gamut from the very bright orange to sort of the burnt oranges. So what if you bought a bunch of just the a bunch of crayons and then sort them by colors for each season. So you got the orange ones for fall oh! and then you've got the, the multicolored ones, the bright colored, the 
pinks and spring. greens, all that for the spring and the summer. Yeah. And then I don't know what you'd use for the the winter, but I'm sure you can white. find something. Or red white. and green. Well, there you go. Red and yeah. green. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's have, a, something do, about okay. a new box of crayons, too. I know. still oh, makes okay. me super excited. We have the Crayola Crayon Factory about an hour and a half north of us. And that Whoa. is a must go. So I maybe will call them and say, do you sell just like one single color? They must. Oh, they must. They must do that. Yes. Hmm, that would be good. Well, when we go visit Anita, that'll be on it. We'll do that <laughs> for a day trip. Okay, so I don't know, girls, it's still a little early here in Paradise where I am, but I know it's an mm-hmm. afternoon where you are. So you might want to consider what one of our uh, listeners has said to us. So we got oh. an email that we wanted, we got such a hoot <laughs> out of, you guys, and we wanted to share it. And and can I, we just say thank you. We love every email we get. You every are so email, kind, so call. wonderful. You're thoughtful in what you suggest. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, and we do really respond to everyone. It, it, it's take, it took a little bit of time because my book launched and then we went to Haven mm-hmm. and now I'm on my family trip. So I bet I've been responding. And yesterday I spent some time responding to everybody. And this is one of the uh, ladies that I was emailing with yesterday. And it's Christina. She lives in Northern California. And so Christina, um, it's a very nice long email with lots of juicy topic suggestions as well, which I've put on our our list. So Mm -hmm. some of them are so good. Mm -hmm. Um, But Christina says, hi, girls. I love your blogs and especially your podcasts. They're so lively, fun, and informative. I listen to your podcasts on my work commute. I always love decorating. And now I'm in the middle of a house renovation. Yikes. It's a little (laughs) overwhelming. But your advice and guidance has been so helpful and entertaining. You make it fun. And here's the the really, uh, the hoot part of this email that you guys, uh, we just really got to laugh out of. If I were to party, Kelly would be a martini or a Cosmo. (laughs) Yvonne would be a hard spiked lemonade and Anita would be a glass of our California wines. Okay. Maybe a French wine. (laughs) Thanks for all the good info, Christina in NorCal. And then she goes on to give us, oh, so many, I'm scrolling, 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 and so many good ideas for upcoming episodes. So Christina, thank you so much. Thanks, Christina. And you got me right. You hit the nail on the head. And she got me pretty right too, I must say. A Cosmo is so elegant. I've never had a martini, but I might have to try one. (laughs) Well, you're in paradise. Do it. Exactly. So today has been so much fun. We got tips. We got drink ideas. We got, we're going to tour the Crayola factory together. It's been so great. We are so happy to be with you and we're so happy to be, to have the opportunity to come together and share uh, this time with you. And we want you to remember that we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us.